Welcome to Jonas and Kovner's Healthcare Delivery in the United States, 12th edition, chapter 10, podcast, Healthcare Financing. This chapter was written by Dr. James R. Nickman, who is the Robert Durzen Chair in Public and Health Affairs at New York University, with joint appointments at the NYU Wagner School of Public Service and at NYU Langone Medical School's Department of Population Health. While premiums for new short-term health insurance plans can be far lower than those for more comprehensive policies, some patients are finding out that, when it comes to health insurance, you get what you pay for. One 61-year-old Arizona woman who had emergency surgery for diverticulitis got most of her bills paid with a short-term policy. After allowing for a $2,500 deductible, she had to pay herself. The woman was readmitted to the hospital with an abdominal infection shortly afterwards. This time, her insurer refused to cover her costs, citing a pre-existing condition, and also canceled her three-month policy, even though she had just renewed it. A third hospitalization a few weeks later for a condition that was probably related to inactivity while she recuperated found the patient without any insurance at all. She was left holding a hospital bill for $97,000. When Consumer Reports published the woman's story, the insurance company responded to inquiries by saying that short-term plans are not meant to provide the more inclusive coverage offered by employer plans or by plans sold in the Affordable Care Act exchanges. Short-term insurance is only good if you're healthy, the woman's husband told the consumer group. The Trump administration has taken steps to undo key parts of the Affordable Care Act, which will probably reduce the number of people who are able to obtain health insurance under the Obama administration's legislation. In addition, the changes may lower premiums for healthy people, but increase them for those who are unhealthy or ill. The Trump administration is also making it easier for the 20 million Americans who buy their own health insurance to choose short-term policies that cover them for up to one year, instead of the usual three months. But the coverage remains very limited, and the deductibles will still be high. It's expected that the monthly premiums for short-term care will also rise, though they will likely still be lower than those for the more comprehensive plans sold through the Affordable Care Act marketplaces. These in turn have also risen dramatically in some states. Despite potential cost savings, however, short-term coverage is not for everyone. In describing short-term insurance, the senior director of insurance carrier relations at eHealth.com told Consumer Reports, people are positioning these plans as alternatives to the Affordable Care Act. We look at these as an alternative to going uninsured. The Department of Health and Human Services, however, estimates that within a few years, as many as 1.4 million people could be relying on short-term policies. The example of short-term insurance illustrates only one of the many ways in which people can pay for their health care in the United States. The chapter you are about to read describes trends in U.S. healthcare spending over time and outlines who pays into the healthcare system and where the money goes. It differentiates between public and private spending and purchasing and identifies the different categories of health plans within the public and private systems. Before concluding with some of the major cost and policy issues in healthcare financing today, Dr. Nickman also describes ways in which federal health legislation is changing the way the system is financed. Do you think of healthcare as an economic commodity subject to market forces, as many experts and policymakers do? Or do you see healthcare as the way many Americans are coming to think of it? as an inherent right that should not be left to policies based on the uncertainties of supply and demand. These differing views have brought us a system of paying for healthcare that has become incredibly complicated for all who participate in it. 
As the chapter author says, the task of developing an equitable system for the future must rely on the emergence of new thinkers and new ideas. To find out more about the pros and cons of short-term plans, read Short-Term Health Insurance Isn't As Cheap As You Think by Donna Rosato. The article was published by Consumer Reports on October 2nd, 2018. This chapter podcast for Jonas and Kovner's Healthcare Delivery in the United States, 12th edition, is copyrighted by Springer Publishing Company, LLC. All rights reserved.